0: the trenches with Dave Lappin, presented by First Star Logistics. Reminder: Take part each week the Bengals play in the fantastic giveaway being done by First Star Logistics. A lot of big winners so far this season. Only a few more weeks to go in the regular season to get your chance to win some great prizes. The Cincinnati Bengals, 34-14 winners, to move to seven and six on the season over the Indianapolis Colts. Dave Lappin was on the call as always. And, Dave, you have to be impressed. A little rocky there in the later second quarter, but after that, the Bengals came to play.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Bengals dominated them 14-0 pretty much for a quarter and a half. And then in a matter of uh, 25 seconds, they put 14 points up on the board. And that's a—that's uh, one thing, I guess, worth worth mentioning. Jacksonville Jaguars put 14 points up on the board in two minutes and 20 seconds last week. And then in this one, Indianapolis puts 14 points on the board in 25 seconds and the Bengals win both football games in this football game. They still win by 20 points. They come back and just take total control of the football game in the second half and and never let it go. I mean, every aspect of situational football, they won and they won, they won, uh, you know, in the red zone. Um, They, you know, they they, they handled things uh, in terms of pass protection. And this, this football team, the Colts came in with 42 quarterback sacks on the season, and they got zero. They didn't sack the quarterback in this football game. The Bengals uh, ended up with, uh, or I guess the, the Colts the Colts might have had statistically, uh, I guess, stacks, a couple of sacks or whatever. But the pass protection was outstanding. And uh, I'll tell you, or, no, I don't think the Bengals... Allowed a sack. Yep. I think the Colts might have allowed three. I have no sacks. Bengals, al-
0: no sacks allowed by the Bengals. Three given up by the three, Colts.
1: Three the, throughout statistically. The official. I have the stat sheet here. Was just handed to me. The Colts have, were sacked three times for 14 yards. And the Bengals no sacks. So um, th- this team came in with, with two of them. Second most in the National Football League. On uh, on ten of the sacks, they have a strip sack, forced a fumble, uh, which was uh, most in the National Football League. So. Bengals did a pretty good job of controlling that aspect of things. And I think part of it, a big part of it actually, was game planning. When you're going to rush the quarterback like that, the screen game usually works. And the screen game took off big time. I mean, they got 100 yards out of two screens. I mean, it was amazing the way they they hit those screens. And then talking to Zach Taylor after the game, said, you know, some of it's lucky to just hit it at the right time. And other parts of it are just extremely good execution. The blocks were there. And and uh, and, and you got a back who – has great vision in and, 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 uh, Chase Brown and, and then uh, speed and acceleration to pull away.
0: Man, the Bengals did not know what they were missing without Chase Brown. What a combination him, Joe Mixon, and Chase Brown have become. What I, what I have is combined, they rushed 29 times, 104 yards and a touchdown, receiving six receptions, 126 yards and a touchdown. That's a winning combination.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got uh, one took a screen to the house for a touchdown. Brown did Mixon had a 45 yard screen. I mean like I said 99 yards on two screen passes. That's uh seven targets, six catches, 126 yards. 99 of them on two screen passes. Brown averaged 26.7 yards per catch. Joe Mixon averaged over 15. I mean for the game you have, you know, Jake Brown putting up crazy numbers, a quarterback rating of of, of over 122 um he 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 averaged 14.4 yards per reception i mean crazy two touchdown passes he rushed for one he had himself a great game and of course he had that thumb cramp up on him and it's funny i was hearing a little bit of what he was talking about in the in the media room he says i just have to drink more water i guess no matter what the temperature temperature is and and make sure that that doesn't happen i don't think it's ever happened to him before Dave, going back
0: all the years you've been a part of the Cincinnati Bengals, talk about. I mean, Browning is what he's putting together the last two weeks. You have to go really, I mean, who is another backup quarterback who's had performances like Jake Browning, uh, coming, you know, replacing Joe Burrow, who, who signed that big, huge contract not too long ago. And here you've got a guy who's, uh, really earning a lot of money with his play right now.
1: Yeah, well, you had cases like Boomer Sison coming in as a backup. Couldn't Kenny get hurt. But Boomer was drafted to be a number one quarterback. He was a second-round pick, you know, real high draft pick. Turk it probably as good a backup quarterback as the Bengals have ever had in their franchise. You know, uh, put, put some, some games together. But Jake Browning, he's doing he's doing crazy things. I mean, he completed 75% of his passes again today. In his first two starts, he completed 81%. He's 2-1 and one as a starter now. And uh, it's just he's he's executing very well. I think I think Zach Taylor and Brian Callahan and the entire Dan Pitcher, the entire staff, is putting together really good game plans. I mean, he's not. It, it, it was crazy the number of yards that he threw with balls thrown behind the line of scrimmage. There was zero air yards, and he's you know he's getting 150 yards out of zero air yards with the screens. Um, it's it's just it's remarkable. I mean, he's getting the ball downfield some. But it's, uh, it's just incredible the way they're, they're game planning and and the execution of the game plan. It's all there.
0: You know, we, we talk about the injuries on the offensive side, but we also have to talk, there's players missing on this defensive side. Lou Rumo has been using those young guys. And again, you have guys like Trey Hendrickson stepping up their game, B.J. Hill stepping up his game. Uh, talk about how Lou really shut the Colts down in that second half.
1: Yeah, I mean, he shut him down for the game, really. I mean, the red zone, it, it's crazy now. The Bengals have had 10 possessions in the red zone where they've not allowed a point. They came into the game uh, this afternoon, eight possessions inside the red zone where they did not allow one point, and that was second best in the NFL. Make it 10. I mean, the Colts get down there three times. They hit the upright on one of the possessions. This first kick was missed under 40 yards by Gay, the place kicker. And then they had the interception in the red zone they're allowed to touchdown. So they scored seven points in three red zone opportunities. I mean that that's the that's the thing is they just don't give up on any possession or on any drive. And uh it, it really is really is incredible. They're, they're just, they just they gave up seven points period. The other was a the other was a pick six. Defense had nothing to do with that. I mean they 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 slammed the running game. The Colts ran for two point six yards a carry. I mean Moss had two point two yards a carry. He had a twelve yard run. Take away that 12 yard run on the other 12 carries. He had 16 yards on 12 carries in the National Football League until he busted that 12 yard run. I mean, it's it's amazing how well they played against the run and, uh, and put a lot of pressure on Minshew. And um, they're just, they're believing. And, and they got young guys that are playing well. I thought all game long, I never saw receivers wide open. I mean, Minshew would hit receivers and then the journey would end. Boom, tackle made. That's it. No yards after catch. I thought that the coverage was outstanding. I thought tackling was outstanding, and uh, you know, in, in both stopping the running game and the, as well as preventing any explosive big plays in the passing game.
0: You're in the trenches with Dave Lappin, presented by First Star Logistics, part of the First Star Media Group. Lapp, let's talk about this Bengals team is now. You can say again, they're back in the playoff hunt. Ravens, oh, yeah. Ravens beat the Rams in overtime. Browns beat the Jaguars. Steelers lost Thursday night to the Patriots. How do you see right now this playoff picture with when you start looking at the Vikings come up Saturday and you got games at Pittsburgh, at Kansas City and then the season finale against Cleveland in Paycor.
1: I think the the easiest way to say you have a clear shot to the playoffs is to win four or five. And the toughest win, one to win is obviously on the road against Kansas City. So they got this one under their belt. Minnesota comes to town, they're going to have to go to Pittsburgh and, uh, and then Cleveland comes to Cincinnati if they can get those four wins, I, th- I think they totally control their own destiny. but the thing is um, y- you're looking for tiebreakers. now you have a tiebreaker with the Colts. you know you're hoping that you at least come back to even Steven and from a tiebreaker standpoint against the, the, the uh, Steelers and the and the in uh, the Cleveland Browns having to play both of them. you can't lose any more division games you have two two division games. To, to conclude your season you got to win those two so you get minnesota you win those two division games and you know whatever happens happens in in kansas city it's not like they're lighting it up like they have in the past i mean everybody's beatable in the national football league just have to keep your focus narrow and don't don't think down the road too far you know just uh you know execute every single drive of of, of the next game every single play every single drive in the next game and Try to get him in the right column, the left-hand column, which is the right proper column.
0: Is there any injuries that we didn't see or anything that popped up during this game that fans may not have seen on watching it on TV?
1: No, B.J. Hill got nicked up a little bit, but he got up off the field under his own power and then came back and played in the football game. You know, Jake had the cramped thumb. Other than that, you know, I, I don't really recall anything, and that's that's a remarkable thing, too. I mean, they're they're really staying pretty healthy down this stretch run. Uh, it's December football, and they know they have to play their best football, and the best way to play their best football is all hands on deck. And so far, the football gods have been pretty good to them from an injury standpoint.
0: What concern was it in the booth when uh, Browning looked like something something more serious than a cramp in, uh, in that hand, that throwing hand?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I, I thought that – I didn't know exactly what it was, but I thought if it was broken or something like that, that he would have been – a lot more emotional or disappointed or whatever. But, you know, also this guy is the king of, of staying, you know, balanced. He doesn't get too high with the highs, low with the lows. He's very, very even keel. But I, if it, if he knew that it was broken or cracked or whatever, I think there would have been a little bit, a little bit more of an emotional reaction. He, and he was moving it. He kept moving it and he kept grabbing it as he went to the sideline. So I'm thinking, ah, I don't think it could be fractured. The doctors wouldn't allow him to do that. So I didn't know exactly what, but I have had that happen to me. I remember moving furniture in the summers, real hot days and you know you're using your hands and you're gripping things uh, you know trying to trying to get uh, get things moved up three flights of stairs. I mean you're you're grabbing for dear life and uh, you know you're not drinking enough water and your hands cramp your hands, your thumb, whatever. And so I've had it happen to me but not in 30 degree 35 degree weather, <laughs> but it, it, it just goes to show you you still have to hydrate your body. And that's, you know, he didn't uh, keep up with the water intake and you, you still lose fluids, uh, even though you don't realize it, you know, that kind of a day temperature wise. And uh, so he's just going to have to make sure that he drinks enough from this point forward. One of the things I was surprised with, they brought
0: A.J. McCarron into the game uh, when that happened. They didn't really differ. I think the coverage I was watching, they were like, oh, they're going to hand it off. A.J. McCarron probably should have had himself a touchdown pass.
1: Yeah, there was a wide open receiver on that one but how hard is that to come in off the bench not throwing any warm ups I mean it's like here here you're, you're starting uh starting quarterback who's having a great run as a backup goes out everybody in the huddle is like they don't know what's going on It's a kind of a kind of an emotional frenzy and you come you know running in there and you're, you're you you got to throw the football and haven't even uh really had your uh had your warm up jacket off you know that's a tough uh tough scenario so uh, the fact that he just even completed a football, even though it was what for a one-yard loss, I guess uh, I guess you know speaks speaks volumes. But yeah, he did he did have a big one down the field.
0: All right, the Bengals are seven and six. They will welcome the Minnesota Vikings Saturday, uh, one o'clock scheduled kickoff. Vikings are I believe on the road against the Las Vegas Raiders today, and uh, this even though it's a out of conference game again, you need wins. And this will be a game that I think many will expect the Bengals to be favored to win.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the Bengals were underdogs until the, the toward the end of the week, and then they uh, they climbed back, uh, climbed into the into the favorite role, which I think they should as a as a home team based on their recent history. And I would think they'd be a slight favorite in this one. Um, home team usually gets three points, no, anyway, in terms of Vegas. But uh, it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see um the, the minnesota vikings obviously they they, they, had, they had they won 11 games by one score or less last year but they're a much different team this year i mean they don't have their quarterback they they've been beaten up a little bit they didn't have their best receiver jefferson for good part most of the season i don't know if he's going to be able to play against the bengals or not i guess it'll be determined today how well he handles today's action if he's able to go but he's, he's almost on his way back but he had a really bad hamstring pull I guess. So uh, all, all you focus on is, the, is the, the Minnesota Vikings and what you have to do to beat them. Uh, you've got uh, a short week. It's a Saturday game, but it's a home game. Then you have another Saturday game on the road against Pittsburgh, but at least that's a full week. You go Saturday to Saturday. So first thing you have to do is uh, take care of your body. Make sure you get ready to uh, to play your best football against the Minnesota Vikings.
0: He is Dave Lapham. You have been in the trenches with Dave Lapham, presented by First Star Logistics. Final reminder, each week the Bengals play, First Star Logistics giving away some great prizes. Lap and I have seen these prizes each week when we're in the studio recording in the trenches. So make sure you get involved. Participate in these last final weeks that you'll have a chance to win some great prizes from First Star Logistics. Dave, we'll let you give you your final thoughts as we get out of here and let you... Uh, Enjoy the rest of your Sunday after a big 34-14 Bengals win over the Colts.
1: You know, the the, the, the nuts and bolts uh, are what the Bengals are taking care of, and they need to continue to take care of. Win the turnover battle. They went minus one against the Jacksonville Jaguars and still won the football game. That's a hell of an accomplishment in today's NFL. But they, uh, they went plus one in this football game. The red zone, they held the opponent to one for three scores in the red zone they went three for five themselves they uh three touchdowns settled for two field goals the, the one for three is one touchdown and no points i mean they they left the Colts left 14 points on the football field in three possessions uh in the red zone so things like that you know the Bengals are going to have to be better on third down both teams were three for 11 on third down that's good job by the defense but offensively have to be a little bit better than that on third down one of their touchdown drives, they didn't even get the third down one time against Gus Bradley. Uh, you know that's 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 how you have to have to approach it. But um, they, they, each each position group, each player take advantage of or take win more reps than than the guy you're playing against. and your unit's going to win, and then if more units win than the Minnesota Vikings, Pittsburgh Steelers, Kansas City Chiefs, Cleveland Browns down the stretch, you're going to be fine. This football team is is alive and well. It's got a heartbeat, and, uh, and they're, they're home again against the Minnesota Vikings. This Indianapolis Colts football team was 5-1 and one on the road, and uh, this was the 18th straight game that they had a takeaway. I mean, this, this is a quality football team, and the Bengals handled, handled them by 20 points. Uh, if they continue to play at, at this level, uh, they may, if they can sneak into the playoffs, they may make some noise because they're definitely playing their best football at the most opportune time right now.
0: We thank you for being In the Trenches with Dave Lapham, presented by First Star Logistics, part of the First Star Media Group. We will see you next week in the trenches.
2: We look forward to another year of In the Trenches, presented by First Star Logistics, but we wanted to give you some big news. This season, you'll find our interviews and keys to Bengals' victory on In the Trenches and the First Star Media Group YouTube channel, along with our growing team of Joe Goodbury's Bengals on the Brain and Malik Wright's State of the Jungle. Also, the great folks at First Star Logistics have big plans this season with special giveaways each week the Bengals play. So be sure to visit both channels and our social media pages to stay updated on all giveaways and the latest news on the Bengals. So be sure to subscribe to the First Star Media Group YouTube channel, as after this season, it'll become the channel that will host all our content. Dave Lapham here, and every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player,